what is happening good morning good afternoon good evening wherever you may be on this big blue marble we call planet earth what is happening everybody what's going on good morning to you all it is march 18th it's about what yeah it is almost eight o'clock pst time that's pacific standard time just in case you guys are out of towners um what is going on? Well, let me see. Oh, yay. I got that radiator put in. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out there. The radiator. Let me tell you something. I am not a mechanic by any means. So thank thank God I have my friend there with me to help me out. Uh, stick that thing back in because it was a pain in the ass. You know, it probably the hardest part about dealing with it. You, you would think it was probably the easiest, but it was the most difficult was trying to put this fucking hose clamp on the, on the lower hose of the radiator i had to crawl underneath it i didn't have a jack to jack up the, the vehicle so i'm i'm you know i'm not like a, a young as i used to be you know to where i can crawl around and do kind of you know you know twist your body into you know weird positions to <laughs> to get something done and it was really difficult just do but it. I got it done. She's not leaking. She's she's. I think she's road worth, road worthy. Um. So he's gonna he invited me to go to this some kind of drift competition. You know, the, you know what I mean by drift. You know, like racing cars. You know, the cars that go sideways and they, they just drift. Not side showing. I mean, anybody could do that. You know, doing donuts. Uh, these guys actually do some sort of drifting competition so I'm, I'm gonna go check that out that's outside some stockton i think here in california um and uh i don't know if it's at this abandoned airfield I, I heard something about that i don't think it is maybe it is i don't know what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna videotape it and i'm gonna put it out on youtube so you guys can check it out that's definitely video worthy so finally i'm gonna get back into the whole youtube thing with that so be on the lookout for that and in probably next week or something all right, well, what are we going to do today? As usual, just see what's going out in the world, going on out in the world. And the first thing, <laughs> I turned on the TV and it is it was the most remarkable thing to see was Vladimir Putin having a, a Trump-esque type rally. Inclusion. He is in the stadium somewhere outside in Moscow, okay? And there are just uh, uh, at least ten to 20,000 people with Russian flags waving. It, it is the most remarkable thing. Um, they said it was the first time he's been in public since the, the pandemic. So he's, he's been sheltered up a, you know, a lot. But um, I, I, it just amazes me that there's people waving Russian flags. And that's fine. You know, they're proud of their country and stuff like that in, in that regard. But it, it didn't, I don't know, maybe it's the Russian culture, you forgive me, and maybe I'm wrong, but they don't look happy, you know, and I don't know if it's because they got the word out. I mean, these people do have cell phones. I see cell phones in their hands when you look at the crowd. So I don't know if they're aware that, you know, their their main their main guy is committing genocide right next door over in Ukraine, so... I don't know. It is just a bizarre scene. It's just reminiscent of the Chinese propaganda, you know, that's going on. In fact, what was it? New York Post. Here it is. Oh, no, that's not it. There's a picture of him in the middle of this big stadium. <laughs> it's just a really bizarre scene. You got to check it out. 
It, it's all over the news. Um, so let's get to the headlines besides that. And 17 minutes ago, the Wall Street Journal is reporting survivors rescued from a Ukrainian theater that was hit by the Russian airstrike. So that's good. I'll click on it real quick. Hopefully I don't get hit with adverts. Oh, I got it on pause just in case. Okay, that's good. Uh, it doesn't say anything. I th oh, yeah, this is one of those things where you got to pay to pay to play <laughs> to read the article. Um, yeah, there's nothing I can get out of that. Well, there are survivors, so right on. Oh, here it is. The Hill's got it. The Hill. Right there. There we go. There we go. The Hill's got it. And it just says around 130 people have been rescued. Adverts are popping up, excuse me. 130 people have been rescued from the theater in the Ukrainian city of Maripol that was bombed by Russia earlier this week. A Ukrainian official on Friday updated the total number rescued so far, but said hundreds more have not been accounted for. And that's coming from the New York Post, or New York Times, they had reported. Um, survivors began to emerge from the wreckage on Thursday after Russia bombed the theater to have the word children written on both, uh, both sides of it. Quoting, after an awful night of not knowing, we finally had have good news from Maripol on the morning of the 22nd day of the war, the bomb shelter, the theater was able to hold. The rubble is being, uh, being cleared. People are coming out alive. Sergei Toruta, the former Donsk region head said, so that's good news. Right on. There are survivors. That's just horrible, man. It, it's a weird scene. I, I've seen some some sort of uh, after the bombing. The one particular building is staying in place. It's intact, I think. I, it, it looked like they bombed around it. It's pretty strange. If that's what I was looking at. But... Um, Politico says, fed up. Biden wants Xi Jinping to disavow Russia's Ukraine invasion. <laughs> I guess Biden is supposed to speak with Jin, Xi Jinping in first call since Ukraine invasion. Oh, my God. Lord have mercy on our souls. <laughs> Joe Biden talking to Xi. Xi's just going to laugh in his face, man. China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. Uh, what can Biden say, man? He's in their back pocket, man. Biden's just like the NBA. He, he's in their back pocket. You know? They're all on the Chinese dough. Putin liken, uh, likens opponents to gnats signaling new regression. President Putin calls Russians against invasion, scum, and traitors. Yeah, I did hear something about that. He is ratcheting up with the propaganda, man. Again, you got to check out that 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 video that that's running right now. I'm trying to see if I let me see if I can find it. Here it is. Boom! Just popped up. So you got Putin here, and he's throwing a Trump rally. It says right here, this comes from Fox News. Let me click on this. Maybe we'll get video. I don't know. 
Just says Putin appears to at massive Moscow rally, praises Russian military. Live updates. It's got a screenshot of him with the group, the crowd, with the flags and everything. And again, you know, you know, I, I could see Russian people, they're proud of their country. That's fine. I, I get that. I'm proud of my country, right? Um, but it, it just makes me wonder if people are hip to, hip to what's going on next door in Ukraine. The genocide, you know what I mean? says Russian President Vladimir Putin appeared Friday at a huge flag-waving rally in Moscow and praised his country's military as the invasion of Ukraine is ongoing. Moscow police claimed more than 200,000 people were in and around the Lusniki Stadium for the rally and concert, marking the 8th anniversary of Russia's annexation from Crimean Peninsula seized from Ukraine. The event included singer Oleg Gazmanov singing Made in the USSR <laughs> with the opening lines Ukraine and Crimea, Belarus and Moldova, it's all my country. I don't remember those lines. As Putin prepared to take the stage, speakers praised him as fighting Nazism in Ukraine, a claim flatly rejected by leaders across the globe, the Associated Press reported. Yeah, I know, that's what he's doing. He's telling people that these are they're fighting Nazis when it's technically the other way around. They're commit they're the ones committing the genocide. See that that's what gets me. You know, do they even un, these people understand the severity of what is going on? Are they really hermited, hermited? Are they really blocked off? I should say from the rest of the world. I don't know. I mean. The guy's a madman. Here's got some. We've got some video. It looks like Bill Hammer provides update on Russian missile strike near Ukraine. Safe in. Let's take a listen to this. See what's going on. This is update. This just released an hour ago. This morning. So let me pull this up. Make sure I got everything ready to go. Hopefully, I don't get hit with an advert. We'll see. Probably will. Ah. See. So you're just gonna. We're gonna. Bypass that for a second. Let that play out. I had silenced it so you can't hear it. So while that's going, let me go ahead and just read a little bit more. A Ukrainian official said Friday. Oh, wait, hold on. It's stopping. Okay. It's queued up. And let me just finish off with what it says right here. It just says, a Ukrainian official said Friday that rescue crews Combing through the rubble of the theater that was bombed earlier this week in Maripol have freed 130 people in the Wall Street Journal. Reports, the official said about 1,300 people remain trapped in the basement of the facility. Wow. Um, all right. Let me cue this up. It's all ready to go. Let's take a listen to this report. Bill Hemmer is providing an update to the whole Russian missile strike near Ukraine's quote-unquote safe haven. And this was the scene overnight, Bill, just absolutely she, tragic. Yeah, she gave us a pretty good description as to what's happening there with daylight there. We mentioned a moment ago, it's mid-afternoon now. And so here's the, here's the, uh, the country. And really a focus here on the, on the western part of the country. And this is Lviv. This is the international airport that was hit. Uh, it appeared to be some sort of airport hangar there. And you can see why Putin would go after it because of, you know, either aircraft being stored there or maybe 
additional munitions coming in from NATO countries, the United States. Uh, this is about a week ago. This is right near the border here, that training center where dozens of people were killed last weekend. So Lviv continues to be a target. Cruise missile attacks largely launched from the Black Sea, which is well to the south down below here. Uh, in the eastern part of the country, this is an awful story. This town of Marifa uh, near Kharkiv, there's a report there that in a school, 21 people were uh, taking shelter. Uh, they were all killed. That, that goes with a, a, a city pool nearby where people are taking shelter. That, that goes with a hostel in the north where... I mean, listen to these places where people are being killed. Schools, churches, hostels, hospitals, all kinds of places. Oh, God. The video screwed up on me. <laughs> I will never screw around <laughs> with them. Um, oh, here we go. It's, it's right here. Now I got to start over. Hold on a second. Let me pause this for a second. All right. I think I got it going. Shelter. Uh, they were all killed. That, that goes with uh, uh, a, a city pool nearby. First off, I was trying to finish off my thought before it screwed up on me. Um, it, it just, the places that they're bombing, it's just incredible. That's what my point is trying to make. The whole video, my whole video screwed up because of Fox News. Fox News, uh, their website sucks. Just want to put that out there. I were people taking shelter that, that goes with a hostel in the north where uh, a family of five were killed uh, three young daughters two of them were twins just awful stuff here and it's you can, crazy you can man see, uh, that, you know Putin's going after people looking for shelter trying to hide out what the Russian military wants to do is drive them out of town and it's hard to do when you're hiding out in a bomb shelter on behalf of the Russians and just based on what we're seeing day after day and almost hour after hour uh, the Russians have they are not they are not defining at all between what is a military target and what is a civilian target. And that's true, too, here in Mariupol. Uh, we're trying to figure out what's happening there. The communication lines have been not good, but this is the drama theater that was taken out this week. There were up to 1,500 people in a bomb shelter there, many of them children and that's women. That's nuts. Hard to get a lot of reporting out of there, but we were told just a few moments ago that there still might be 1,300 people trapped in that drama theater that was hit the other day. This is that's awful a story here. And on Mariupol, man. it's been tough to it's get in and out of 2,000 cars leave the other day. But we'll, we'll show you the video of Mariupol's because some, some photographers got in. And I, I would just say, I mean, if you have 90% of the buildings in one town that have been hit, a town that speaks Russian, by the way, if you've had 90% of the buildings hit, what is left over? And so many of these images, you know, the... Uh, the trees are burned out. It, lo it looks like just, a, a nuclear landscape on some of these images. But that's that's Mariupol as it stands in rubble today. Look at that ditch right there. That's at least 10, maybe 15 feet deep from another one of Putin's bombs. So that's what's happening today. And we'll bring you updates as we get them. That's fuck. Oh, man. That's fucking nuts, man. That is... I don't know. I, I don't know what what else you can say to something like that. You know what I mean? What, what else do you say? I mean, you can call him as many names as you want, but he's not stopping. He's even pushing the whole thing on his people. It's, it, it's reminiscent of of Hitler and what Hitler did to the German people, had them believing that you know the the Jewish people were this evil entity or whatever. You know. They had to be cleansed. 
Putin's saying the same type of shit. He's using the same type of language, using words like cleansing, and, and it just sounds, it, the whole thing is just so reminiscent of, of Hitler and Nazism. It's nuts. Fucking Putin's an evil dude, man. That's a, that is one ev- evil motherfucker, man. Straight up. Dick Durbin, the low-key Senate veteran, to preside over Supreme Court hearings. I, you know, it just what's going on 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 the other side of the world. It just seems so massive compared to everything else. Everything else just seems so minuscule, even though everything is important. You know, we should be focused. We shouldn't be so distracted. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just what's going on. It, it just, I, it's, it's on everybody's mind. Except COVID, and it looks like right here, the Guardian says, warning signs of U.S. as COVID cases rise in Europe. Yeah, I heard about this. They are pronouncing this morning a new variant coming out of Europe. I just heard this morning, and uh, I'm just done with it. (laughs) Just get your shot, get your booster, get your mask if you want to wear your mask. But you're not going to fuck with my life anymore. I'm done with it. I'm done with the whole COVID game. More people died from influenza than COVID. All right, let's get that straight (laughs) in 2020. That's for sure. Probably in 2021. A lot of people died from other, and they've already admitted they inflated the numbers. My county, Alameda County, they inflated the numbers. Santa Clara County, Santa Clara County inflated the numbers. Most liberal operated uh, counties states, cities, municipalities, whatever. They inflated the numbers. They were trying to get people scared enough to go take the jab. And that's what they did. They succeeded in somewhat. Well, they didn't succeed 100% because I didn't. (laughs) Feel great. I'm in my 50s. Feeling fine. Yeah, here's an... uh, Moving on. Enough of COVID. Fuck COVID. Um... Still talking about that. Is that an update? No. Yeah, the Boston BLM activist and her husband died on federal fraud charges. Shocking. (laughs) BLM? Fraudulent? Nah. I mean, murder and stuff like that. Yeah, okay, I can see that. But being, you know, frauds? Nah. Republicans demand that U.S. send more aid to Ukraine after voting against it. Who voted against it? I don't know how that turned out. I haven't been following. I I stayed away from the news as much as possible. This is when I get the news in the morning. After that, whatever happens, I'm late to the party. Here's one. This comes from (laughs) WESH2 Orlando officials. A Florida drawbridge tender lied to police after a 79-year-old woman's deadly fall. Bridge tender arrested after woman killed in fall from drawbridge. Hmm. It's a little obscure. It's clickbait for me. So let's check this out. This is, uh, what was it? Guys, little things, little windows pop up. This is a uh, WESH. 
Officials Florida Drawbridge Tender lied to police after 79 year old woman's deadly fall. And it does have video. Get to that in a second. It says new detail, details have been released in the arrest of a Florida drawbridge tender in connection with the death of a 79-year-old West Palm Beach woman who fell from the Royal Park Bridge. West Palm Beach police told WESH sister station WPBF that artists... Oh my God, here we go with the names. <laughs> the names. Artisua Lafay Polk. 43 of Green Acres was arrested on one count of manslaughter by culpable negligence. That's a hell of a charge. Never heard of that one. That's a different variation of some crime. Police said she was taken into custody Thursday with the assistance of the U.S. Marshals Service around noon. The Green Acres woman was taken to the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office Main Detention Center. Court documents show Polk lied during her statement to police and conspired with her supervisor before deleting text messages between the two. The text messages, which were all deleted, are as follows. Well, let's get home. We'll, we'll hold off on that. Let's take a look at this video. It does have video. I don't know what's going to show. Hopefully an advert doesn't pop up. Let me set it up real quick. Hold on. Okay, so I got it all queued up, ready to go. So let's check this out again. This is, what is it? WPBF 25 News. I've never heard, is there a channel 25? I, well, that's a new one for me. Um, let's check it out. And then this is about the, the whole so-called accident or drawbridge incident, woman falling. Take a listen. So new at nine, we have read through the arrest report for the West Palm Beach bridge tender now charged in the death of a 79 year old woman who fell from the Royal Park drawbridge as it was going up. Now, according to the report, a 911 call was made at 1.04 p.m. on February 6th, saying that a woman crossing the bridge had fallen. West Palm Beach Fire Rescue found the victim, now identified as Carol Wright, below the bridge at 1.12 in the afternoon. Now, she was declared dead eight minutes later. In her statement to police, the bridge tender working that day, identified as Arteza Polk, said that she walked out onto the balcony three times before opening the bridge at 1 in the afternoon. However, according to the arrest report, cameras from the Palm Beach Police Department show that the last time that Polk had walked out onto the balcony was 9.03 in the morning. Now, a search warrant for Polk's phone also showed that after the incident, she was texting with the person who was named as the supervisor in the incident report. The supervisor sent a message instructing Polk what to tell police in her statement. Now, the supervisor also told Polk to delete the text messages. Now, there is also a text message to another person. That's at 3.44 in the afternoon that day that says this, quote, I am here with police. I killed a lady on the bridge. Now, Polk was booked in the Palm Beach County Jail Thursday, and within this next hour, she's going to make her first appearance before a judge. The attorney representing Wright's family says the charges, in their eyes, prove the operator failed to do her job properly. It does call into validity uh, the accuracy of the statement that the bridge tender gave to employer after the incident saying that she did the three visual inspections. So the veracity of that statement is certainly called into question. Our reporter Joyce Carbonari is going to be in the courtroom this morning and she's going to have the very latest on WPBF 25 News at noon. Just a quick reminder, 
Make sure you go and subscribe to my Twitter page at the Real WOD on updates when I'll be dropping podcast episodes as well as when I release any videos on YouTube or Rumble. Also on Twitter, I'll be posting news articles as well as videos that I talk about on the podcast. So go ahead and subscribe and make sure you hit that notification bell. Thanks. Let's go, Brandon! Let's go, Brandon. I agree. comedy though we still have great comedy out there there's always rambling joe biden what the f joe says shit that even people with tourettes go no no what is going on joe is like your uncle who's on a new drug and hasn't got the dosage right i'm proud to work with barack america he's not a superhero you idiot come here when fdr was on television there was no tv back then come here joe sit down Rambling Joe Biden. What the f***? Here's something, Raider Nation. Check this out. I don't know. Maybe you Packer fans are pretty upset about this. I would be. Packers trade Devontae Adams to the Raiders for draft picks in Jaw Dropper. A little bit of sports for you real quick. Devontae Adams has hit a Las, Ve- a Las Vegas jackpot. The Raiders acquired the star receiver in a trade with the Packers on Thursday, according to multiple reports, and immediately gave him a five-year contract worth $141.25 million, making him the highest-paid wideout in the NFL. What? Where did the Raiders get that type of money? (laughs) That's what I want to know. That's wild. Adams, who didn't hide his frustration over contract negotiations with Green Bay, was unhappy with being given the franchise tag by the Packers this offseason. He ranked among the, the league's top pass catchers with 123 receptions. Second on 1,553 yards, third and 11 touchdowns, fifth in 2021. He now joins quarterback Derek Carr in Las Vegas stable of receivers that include standout tight end Darren Waller and slot receiver Hunter Renfro. Renfro? Renfro. The trade which netted Green Bay two 2022 picks, a first-rounder and second-rounder, will reunite Adams with Carr, his former Fresno State teammate. Hmm. Welcome home, Carr tweeted to Adams. Uh, Really? Adams came from there, huh? Fresno. Fresno State checking in, huh? Hmm. Last summer, Adams said he would love to play with Carr again. They connected for 3,031 receiving yards and 38 touchdowns in two seasons back in 2012-2013 2012-2013 with the Bulldogs. Wow, that's pretty good. Boy, that's a that's a that's pretty good. Quoting, obviously I love Derek to death. We got a great friendship and we still communicate really, really consistently, Adam said. He's one of my best friends. Obviously it would be a dream to be able to play with him. I don't think about that. Yeah, I mean if you have that kind of good rapport with your quarterback, that's a that's a really good combo right there. If you got a good friendship like that, you, you can make shit happen, man. Raiders, I mean, that's a hell of a hot, <laughs> that's a hell of a price tag for the guy. That's pretty damn good. Now, I, 
I'm glad for the Raiders, man. They get, they need they got some they got some weapons, man. You better be on the lookout. Oh, thank you, Mr. Advert. The sentiment was echoed by Carr, who was prepared to pitch his pal on Sin City last July. I'll buy him a car, whatever I got to do, I'll offer that man, Carr said on the Chris Collinsworth podcast. I know he would fit in great with the receivers we have here. He would fit so well in that room. I'm allowed to say those things. Our organization isn't, but I'm going to say it. He's my best friend. I think he's one of the best. He's the best receiver in the NFL. Green Bay, meanwhile, is left with one fewer weapon in its arsenal despite signing re re reigning <laughs> wow nfl M mvp aaron Rodgers to a three-year 150 mil contract with this off uh, this offseason the Mer the mercurial quarterback who has repeatedly been at odds with management over personal decisions knew about the adams trade as it was unfolding over recent days according to espn wow man I think that's cool, man. There he is. And there's your guy. He's going to the Raiders. Adams, huh? Right on. Hey. But they definitely, the Raiders, they need defense. Come on. Work on that defense. Let's do that, too. All right? <laughs> that defense was looking pretty uh, shabby last season, as far as I'm concerned. What else is going on in this bizarre world? 20, oh gosh, here we go. And of course, I'm going to get hit with an advert. <laughs> Here's something from the New York Post. A 22-year-old 20, landscaper dies after getting pulled into wood chipper. <laughs> A Canadian man has died horrifically after he was pulled into a wood chipper in the middle of a suburban street. Daniel Van Heist, 22, had been removing trees in Oshawa near Toronto on Wednesday morning when the tragic accident unfolded. A traumatized resident told the Toronto Sun that he was filming the crew disposing of tree branches at the exact moment Van Heist got caught up in the chipper. Ooh, so they got on video? Quoting, I saw his feet leave the ground. It was that quick, the unnamed man said. He, he said he rushed over to help after seeing Van Heist's co-worker run to turn off the wood chipper. It is unclear how he got pulled into the machine. Ugh, God. Quoting, it wasn't a good scene for young boys, the resident added. Oh, my God. And it has a still photo here of the scene. I don't know what I'm looking at. I, I mean, well, it's just, it looks like tree limbs on the ground and next to the wood chipper. There's, I don't know if this is blood right here, you know, or, or some sort of red something dangling from a tree branch. This, there's the gentleman, young guy, good looking guy. It, yeah, it, <laughs> the tree branch is still on the ground. But the guy is gone. Yeesh. There he is. Van Heist was pronounced dead at the scene. His co-workers could not be, uh, be seen embracing each other as police roped off the machinery and street. Or could be seen, excuse me. The victim was, con was a contract worker with Ecotree Care and had only just started working on that particular removal job that week. The state's labor ministry is investigating Van Heist's death and the type of equipment used during the tree removal. 
Yeah, you know, I, I've, I've heard stories about people that will get caught up. You know, they're trying to put in, you, you, you know how these wood chippers are, right? They're really quick. So you got to make sure you, before you even stick the damn thing in there, you got to make sure branches aren't going to get you snagged up, you know, come get, pull you in because that's what will happen if a branch is just, you know, kind of sticking out behind you, right? And uh, you, you you let that sucker go. That 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 sucker's gonna hook you. You know that tree branch is gonna wrap around you and pull you in like a fish. You know on a hook. <laughs> you know, and that's not a good scene. You know what I mean? That's a dangerous job right there. I've heard of people getting caught up. You know, people actually getting their arms in there, or their you know. I've heard of a guy. What was it? Some long time ago, some guy got. Half his arm pulled into there. He got caught up in the in the tree limb because it's it just pulls that shit right in real quick. That's a dangerous job, man. Even when I walk by and I see these you know these tree guys out there, I, I kind of stay away <laughs> from that machine. That machine just it, just the sound of it just sounds deadly. You know what I mean? So rest in peace to this guy. That that's horrible, man. I can only imagine what it's like to even see something like that witness that i mean it's on video hold on i maybe maybe i'll just bypass the video see there is video i don't know if i'll get hit with an advert what's going to go on here no well i'm not gonna i'm not into commercials and stuff so i can care less all right moving on real quick where are we at here we're at the half hour mark it's Friday. Gotta get ready for the weekend. I got some stuff I gotta do too. Work related stuff. Um You can't handle the tooth. A dentist guilty after breaking patients' teeth in sick scam. Okay. Clickbait. Alright, so it says Wisconsin dentist convicted of fraud after breaking patient's teeth in sick scam. Oh, hell no! I'm to get a shot of coffee in me for this one. A Wisconsin dentist has been convicted of healthcare fraud after he purposely damaged his patient's teeth so he could bill insurance companies for crown procedures. Oh, my God. I'm one that needs a lot of dental work. Seriously, I'll be honest. You know, I've always had you know, dental issues, but you know, and, and I'm, I, and I've actually, yeah, I've got an appointment to get, um, some teeth work done. And this is scaring me right off the top because I, that's one of the fears I've always had, you know, when they try to, you know, especially with my you know, major procedures and stuff like that, knocking you out, putting you under, what is that laughing gas or whatever. And then, you know, six jabs at the Novocaine. It just, <laughs> Telling you, man, I'm not ready for it. Uh, moving, moving on. Scott Sharmoli, Char 61, was convicted of making false statements related to healthcare matters in the scheme from 2015 to 2019, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office of the Eastern District of Wisconsin. The Grafton resident attached more than 1,600 crowns over a 20-month period. The Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reported. On, a, on average, Wisconsin dentists installed fewer than six crowns per 100 patients, but in 2019, Shamoli's rate exceeded 32 per 100 patients. 
an insurance company executive testified according to the outlet. Jesus. He's fucking, he's intentionally fucking people's teeth up to make more money. That's insane. The scheme was uncovered. Let's take a look at this guy real quick. There he is. There, <laughs> he's got a nice pair of teeth too. Well, he's a dentist. Doubt he did that work to himself. The scheme was uncovered after Shamoli sold his practice in 2019, and the new owners realized after reviewing files that the crown numbers were out of whack. <laughs> his sentencing is scheduled for June 17th and faces up to 20 years in the slammer. Charmoli also faces medical malpractice lawsuits in Washington County brought by nearly 100 former patients whose cases have been stayed pending the outcome of the federal case, the news outlet reported. There he is. There's your... (laughs) There's the tooth fairy right there, everybody. Look at this motherfucker, man. Smiling. Look at those eyes, man. He's, he's, He's... he, knowing that he's fucking people up for money. That's crazy, man. Just the look on his face, man. It's like, mm, man. you know what I mean? Mm. You, you want to punch him in his face and bust out all his teeth. You know what I mean? I bet every person that's going to sue him wants to punch him right in the face. Bust out all those nice teeth he has. <laughs> I mean, look at the guy. He looks like a fucking swindler. And look at and this poor guy, he doesn't even know what's about him. <laughs> and then you scroll down and it's a picture of, of him smiling. All right. And then when I scroll down the picture, he's taking a selfie with a with one of his patients, and the patient's face is blocked out, and rightfully so. But he's about ready to to screw up this guy's teeth for more money. That's insane. His license to practice dentistry in Wisconsin has been suspended since February 2021, pending a probe at the state's dentistry examining board. Shamoli would show a patient an x-ray of a healthy tooth, but point out a line on a spot, he said, indicated a fracture or decay, and then would say a crown was needed, according to the indictment. Quoting patients who believe Shamoli was the expert, accepted his false representations and agreed to the crown procedures, the indictment said. After breaking the tooth, he took x-rays that accompanied a claim submitted by the insurance. Crown procedures are generally not fully covered by insurance, so the dentist did not receive full reimbursement of the claims, and his patients had to make sizable co-payments, according to the journal Sentinel. He received about $318,600 out of $745,000 in claims submitted by Delta Dental between the January 2016 and June of 2018, the indictment said, uh, and he received another 114,000 on claims during the first six months of 19. <laughs> it's crazy, man. So, yeah, he's gone. He's long gone. Wonder if they got any good dental plans in prison. <laughs> Who knows? All right, guys. Well, hey, unfortunately, I got to stop it right here. I just realized that my neighbors upstairs that were giving me hell, they had moved out. And which means the maintenance guys are upstairs to do work upstairs, which I can hear them doing right now. So that means I got to cut out of here because they're going to turn up the noise around here. Anyhow, I've been out here long enough. What, 40 minutes? Yeah, it's long enough for this Friday. All right, guys. 
Let me end it right here. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening to the podcast. Make sure you go ahead and check out my YouTube and Rumble pages as well as any other stories and stuff. You can find all the links to all my videos and all the stories and everything like that on Twitter at the real WOD. Go check that out. I'd appreciate it. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'll be be on the lookout for some couple more videos I'll be throwing out over the weekend. Be on the lookout for that. Again, links over on Twitter at the Rogue Real WOD. All right. Okay. That being said, everybody's waking up around here. They're about ready to tear into this apartment upstairs. I gotta get ready for the weekend. Got a big that drift competition. I'm going to go to. That's going to be really fun. I'm going to take video of that again. So go ahead. Be on the lookout for that. All right. With that, I'm done. I'm out of here. And I'm a ghost. Thank you again for stopping by. And I will talk to you guys on Monday. Pray for the Ukrainians, everybody. Peace out.